0: Hello and welcome. We're very glad that you have decided to drop in. If this is your first time, we're truly happy that you're here with us as we look into God's Word together. I encourage you to look through our website to learn about us and other resources that we have available. And if you have any questions, we would love to help. Just write us. And if you're a regular listener, we thank God that you're here also to continue learning about the Lord together. Overall, One of the goals of our ministry is to provide quick and to-the-point views inspired in the Word of God, with the hope that people either come to Christ, if they've never done so, and also to encourage folks to continue growing in Him. Think of our ministry like multivitamin pills, if you will, one quick dose of God's Word to help you continue moving forward. I'm a firm believer that many times less is more. Today we're going to have a bit of an offshoot, if you will, that stems from last week's audio message, and this means that we're going to be talking about one of the reasons for why we go through hardship. I know that many folks ask themselves, or God directly, for the reason or reasons as to why they're going through a tough time, and there's nothing accidental in life. Everything has a reason and a why. Nothing is just because, and here's where God's word steps in to shed light on things. We'll discuss this a little further on. Meanwhile, as part of today's prayer time and related to what we're going to be talking about, I would like to encourage you to pray for spiritual clarity. In other words, I would encourage you to ask God to show you clearly why maybe things are happening in your life. God does not have a problem in answering questions as long as they're legitimate questions made with an open and objective mind. If you're going through a tough time, Ask him to show you why in a clear manner, and included with that request, ask him to help change whatever needs to be changed in your life. After all, like Einstein said, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, but expecting different results. If we are experiencing some hardship and we go through, we want to do something about it, I think it would only be smart to change whatever needs to be changed so things can change for the better. So if God answers, which he may do, don't be afraid, just be practical, and ask him to help you to do something about it. So we'll pray a bit, and then we'll get going. Lord God, Heavenly Father, Lord, uh, I praise you and I worship you, O Lord, because you want us to reach out to you. Because you're there, you're there for us, You you want to provide answers, you want to work in our lives, you want to... Cause changes in us, Lord, through your work. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I, I pray, Lord God, that you please forgive my sins. Heavenly Father, I come humbly to you to ask you, Lord, that you, that you help us, oh Lord, to be able to see things clearly. Help us, oh Lord, to not sugarcoat our issues, not to just overlook them because they're our issues. Heavenly Father, but rather help us to have a clear view of the things that are happening in our life. And if something needs to happen so that those things change. Because ultimately, Lord God, you want to do great things in our lives. But those great things that you want to do can't happen unless we let go of sin. Unless we stop doing those things that perpetuate the hardship that happens in our lives. Heavenly Father, just help us to understand clearly Help us to understand your word. Lord God, just work in our lives. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So today we're going to be looking into one of the reasons for why we go through hardship. Our our scripture passage today can be found in Psalm chapter 74, verse 1 to 10. And it says like this, O God, why have you cast us off forever? Why does your anger smoke against the sheep of your pasture? Remember your congregation, which you have purchased of old, the tribe of your inheritance, which you have redeemed, this Mount Zion where you have dwelt. Lift up your feet to the perpetual desolations. The enemy has damaged everything in the sanctuary. Your enemies roar in the midst of your meeting place. They set up their banners for signs. They seem like men who lift up axes among the thick trees. And now they break down its carved work. All at once with axes and hammers. They have set fire to your sanctuary. They have defiled the dwelling place of your name to the ground. They said in their hearts, let us destroy them altogether. They have burned up all the meeting places of God in the land. We do not see our signs. There is no longer any prophet. Nor is there any among us who knows how long. O God, how long will the adversary reproach? Will the enemy blaspheme your name forever? So this psalm has to do with someone crying out to the Lord for help. And he's going into the details of what they're going through because God has somehow abandoned them. They seem to have been left at the mercy of their enemies. Now, if you know anything about the Bible, God doesn't go away just because. The Bible never even alludes to the idea that God just decides one day to just go away. Just because he felt like it. Something or some things may have gone wrong along the way, and it is not God's fault. And God doesn't go away for something small. Yes, there are differences between sin. Let's clear this up first with regards to sin. When it comes to repentance and conversion to Christ, to have Jesus come into your heart, there is no such thing as a little or big sin. It's all bad, no matter how little. We need to repent fully and completely from everything we've done wrong, no matter what it is. It's all bad. Now that's for repentance and conversion. That's when you ask Christ to come into your life. Now regarding sin after you have come to Christ, because we're not going to be perfect even when we come to Christ. We'll still do some things that are wrong. Yes, it's all bad also, but there are certain things that truly displease God. 1 John chapter 5 explains, If anyone sees his brother sinning, a sin which does not lead to death, he will ask and he will give him life for those who commit sin not leading to death. There is sin leading to death. I do not say that he should pray for that. All unrighteousness is sin, and there is sin not leading to death. So, there is a distinction between sins. According to the Word of God and related to folks we started reading about in Psalm 74, both Israel and Judah made the grave mistake in seeking after other gods outside of the one and only God. On one end, they worship God, but on another end, they sought after and worship other deities, and they performed strange and terrible practices to please these other false gods and idols. They basically cheated on God openly. So, similar to adultery and marriage, where no one likes to be cheated on, they followed other false gods and idols. The other thing they did wrong is that they acted unjustly towards people. They took advantage and harmed the defenseless. They lied and cheated to each other. They stole from each other. God's people who did know better hurt the widow, harmed the orphan, wronged the stranger, and returned evil for good. So basically, they failed miserably on the two greatest commandments, that we are loved to the Lord, we are to love the Lord our God with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength, and that we need to love our neighbor as ourselves. And paired up together with that, they completely neglected his word, his counsel, his direction. Hosea chapter four, verse six says, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Because you have rejected knowledge, I also will reject you from being priests for me. Because you have forgotten the law of your God, I also will forget your children. When people disregard and reject the counsel of God, nothing good happens after that. And nothing good can ever come out of that because the natural consequence of not following what produces life will ultimately produce death. God's word shows us the path to light and life. If you go a different direction, you're only inviting death and destruction into your life. It's as simple as that. If you play with fire, sooner or later you're going to get burned. It's just a natural consequence. So, is God a fan of drawing away from us? Of course not. He wants to be close to us. He wants to draw near to every human being. But we can never forget that despite the fact that God is love, He is also holy. He can't disregard His holiness for His love. The Bible tells us what God ultimately does when we look to other gods, which is anything else that takes His legitimate first place in our hearts. Hosea chapter 5, verse 15 says, I will return again to my place, says the Lord, till they acknowledge their offense. Then they will seek my face. In their affliction, they will earnestly seek me. When we give anything else first place, a spot ahead of God in our hearts, then that thing or person or whatever it is, has become a false god or idol in our lives. And also when we practice injustice, hurting other people that can't defend themselves, rendering evil to those that do good to us, not helping or loving our neighbors ourselves, that too is a big problem to God. And of course, if you're doing all of the above, then yes, God will move away, and he will only come back when there is full repentance and conversion from those things that we may be doing wrong. God is a God of restoration, of forgiveness, of making things new. He doesn't want our destruction. Actually, quite the contrary, he wants to bless us. He wants to bless you and me. He wants to do great things in our lives. He wants us to be successful. This is what the Bible teaches. In First Chronicles chapter 17, it says, If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. Only you know what may have caused certain things to go wrong. This is not an absolute reason for why things go wrong, but it is one reason for why things may not be going so well. Everything in life has consequences, sooner or later. So, like I mentioned before, if you want things to turn around, pray to the Lord for clarity. Ask Him to show you what may be wrong in your life and do something about it. If something is not helping you, then the wise thing to do is to shed that thing that is affecting you negatively. Just change. Acts chapter 3, verse 19 says, Repent therefore and be converted that your sins may be blotted out. So that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. If you want for God to refresh your life, then repent and be converted to him with all of your heart. Let's pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, help us, O oh Lord, to have soft hearts before you. Help us, O oh Lord, to be able to see things clearly, to understand, but also to be able to to be humble enough to say, I'm sorry, to seek your forgiveness. And not only to seek your forgiveness, but to stop doing that thing that may be hurting us. Heavenly Father, Lord, uh, many times we just wind up dealing with the consequences of our wrong actions. It's not always the case, but many times that's it, Lord. Heavenly Father, help us to to seek after you, to seek after your word, after your knowledge, so that we learn and that we understand what is good, what does good for us, and the things that are not good, and the things that we need to stop doing. Help us, O Lord, to understand that. Help us, O Lord, again, to have soft hearts, to be humble, and to understand that all you want for us is good. And your instruction, your counsel, your advice. Through your word is there to just help us so that ultimately we can just have the best we can. Heavenly Father, I give you thanks and I pray for every listener, Lord God. I pray, oh Lord, that you, that you bless them and that, and that you help them, Lord God, that each day goes by. That Heavenly Father, they may just draw closer and closer to you. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Well, as always, the Latter-day Ministries is a self-supporting Christian ministry dedicated to sharing Jesus Christ and his truth with the world. May God bless you.